Welcome to the GlobalTQM.com podcast, where we teach e-commerce business owners how to source the best products from China, negotiate with Chinese manufacturers, navigate Chinese business culture, and grow your business to seven figures and beyond. David Hoffman is the founder and CEO of GlobalTQM.com, your team on the ground in China. With over 25 years of experience doing business in China, David and his team at GlobalTQM.com have the know-how and experience to overcome any challenge you'll face sourcing and manufacturing in China. Okay, so let's um, let's talk about um, China in itself. Um, you know, a lot. China's matured. Um, I was reading, um, you know, Shoe Dog um, by Phil Knight. You know, the Nike. Yeah. Um, Nike, yeah. And, um, you know, back in, in the 70s, it was the new frontier. So that was back in the 70s, talking 40 odd years, ago, 40, 50 odd yeah. years ago. Yeah. It was like super excited of, um, about, you know, what it, you know, had in, you know, stock for Nike actually accelerated, you know, Nike's scale. That's um, right. Obviously, it's, it's 40, 50 years on now. Um, and um, what, what, what is changing in China? Um, what are the countries should we factor in um, from a sourcing standpoint? Um, yeah. And what, what what do you see the landscape like? You know, how do you navigate China? Yeah, that's <laughs> it's a really good question. Um, and there's so many dimensions to it. I mean, I've seen the change in China in so many different ways. Um, I mean, I think for, I mean, think purely from a manufacturing perspective. I mean, it, it's very clear a lot of manufacturing is moving out of China. You know, Vietnam, Cambodia. Um, I even know a really large um, clothing brand that's now manufacturing in Ethiopia um, at a much lower cost. And, um, you know, those guys were actually telling me the story of how much management they've got there to manage the quality and, and train the people. He's questioning whether it's more cost effective, but obviously on the long run it is. I don't think China's, you know, looking to be a low cost manufacturing country anymore. Um, you know, I think China's moving more into the AI side of the world. I mean, we're dealing with, we're dealing with factories now that are going into chip design, into software design. They're really, they're actually mirroring a lot of the US in, in, in all those aspects and starting to get their own proprietary technologies. And the big manufacturers in China are servicing the Chinese domestic market, which is a huge, huge market for them. So I think, you know, I don't think they... I don't believe China's trying to compete at their low-cost manufacturing anymore. I think they're progressing. Um, you know, I, I read a lot about China and their development in AI, which just fascinates me. Alibaba being one of the major players, not just as a platform, but even on government projects. What Alibaba do in terms of AI and government projects is it's mind-blowing. Um, so in China... Um I got a, a, a notification for one of these newsletters I'm subscribed to, and they're like new tariffs on Chinese goods in the U.S. businesses. Um, yes. So basically, from December the fifteenth, um, there's going to be a fifteen percent tariff and over forty percent consumer product. You know, um, consumer product imported into China. We're talking yes. footwear, electronics, machinery, plastic products, and there's going to be inflation in America. And, um, and the consumer's going to pay. <laughs> the consumer's going to pay, exactly. How do we balance this out? And um, you, how do you see this playing out in the next, you know, one year? Well, you, you know, they always say out of one disaster, you know, is born some more opportunities, right? Mm -hmm. and, and I almost think that, like, this situation is, you know, forcing people to look outside of China. It's forcing even the Chinese manufacturers 
are just opening production plants outside of China so that they're still keeping their clients and they're just expanding. So I think what's happening is, is, is it's creating an alternative and it's, it's taking that threat away. So although there's a short-term pain, I almost feel like there might be a long-term gain out of this without a reliance on China, without a threat from the US and their tariffs, where people, you know, you go to, a lot of factories I go to now will say, do you want me to produce this in my China plant, my Vietnam plant, my Cambodia plant, because, you know, anti-dumping duties, we can accommodate you either way. So in a way, people always find a way around it. And, and I think that's what's happening. It's spreading the risk, which is good ultimately for the consumer, I think, because these trade wars just don't benefit anyone. I absolutely agree with you. Okay, so um, one point I wanted to um, to cover before before I let you go is um, you know yeah. trade shows. You know, um, a lot of people get into trade shows. Initially, they're like a kid in a candy store, and then all of a sudden, it's analysis paralysis. You know, they they don't know what to do in trade shows. Absolutely. Um, what, what what is your take on the right approach to to trade shows? Give us a small guide, David Hoffman guide to to trade shows. Please. Trade shows. First, that's a good question. You got a lot of good questions. What can I say? Couldn't let. Um, firstly, I, I think focus at a trade show is critical because it is. I mean, even me, I'm still a kid in a candy store when I go to trade shows. But, you know, the beauty of seeing things and seeing a variety of things, creativity comes from the strangest places. And I think you can get so many great ideas. And, you know, sometimes they half-baked ideas that are quite that are the right idea, but not the right execution, or maybe just need a little bit more to complete the idea. So you can find really wonderful ideas, but I think the reality is it's all in the execution and follow up afterwards. You know, like when I will go to a trade show, I've got a list and I make a list of great ideas I want to do in the next one year. And I've got a list of stuff I need in the next two months. Right. And I just keep going back to my two months list and I allow my mind to wander free with all these great ideas but I write them down, I collect the cards, I, I, you know, I kind of plant the seeds and let the ideas simmer. And I, I actually genuinely look at those ideas quite regularly and I find that just by default, some of them fall off the bandwagon. I go, ah, not, not interesting anymore or it's still interesting or you start finding actually that concept might be growing more and more and you go, okay, I think I want to look deeper into it. And then you've got those name cards, you've got the factories to go see. So I just think if you organize yourself into those compartments and, and accept them for what they are, you know, you, 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 you got a recipe for success. You keep revisiting them until, you know, some things get what I call um, a natural growth, right? Some quickly, the more you revisit, some get a natural growth and they keep growing and keep growing and they get more of your attention and, and that's exactly. it. Exactly. It's, it's, it's kind of like a, a, the reference card really. Um, and once they're in mind, at some point you will get back to them, you know, and those ideas. Um, I, I just like, um, there was a time I was, um, I visited a show in, in London, I think it was like an e-commerce show. And I, I picked up um, um, some contact details of a packaging company. They, they do all sorts of packaging. And, you know, when the need arose, um, I, I did get in touch with them and, you know, give their details on to, uh, to, 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 to an e-commerce store. So it makes massive sense. Um, exactly. Would would you go to source, um, i.e., you know, straight to China, Guangzhou, Shenzhen, um, or even Hong Kong, for the shows, or would you prefer the shows to come to you? So, you know, that there's, I know there's one in Germany. I might be attending in is it January or February. Uh, yes. yes. Um, 
or um, I think that there are a ton, you know, come through in um, Excel Center in London, you know, um, yeah. where, where's the best, um, where, where are the best shows um, to, to? Yeah, I think depending on the type of business you're in, I think the closer to source, the better. I find that when, when the shows are coming to you, you know, those manufacturers are a lot more established in terms of branding, marketing, and very often have their own sales channels and they're looking for, they're looking for distributors or more sales channels or outlets. They're quite sophisticated. I'm generally, you know, looking for the less sophisticated guys that don't have their sales channels, but are good manufacturers that can make our products and our designs. Otherwise, um, not a lot of guys need you. <laughs> sure. Um, but, but uh, you know, uh, you know, you get ideas from everywhere. So, um, it, it, it doesn't hurt, but generally the closer to source, the better, but the harder the work. Don't forget that if you want to talk to us and actually speak to us in person, we've got a link in the show notes where you can go to our calendar, schedule a free session. There's no cost at all for that. And it's, um, we could talk about your situation, what help you need on the ground in China and see if any of our services are a good fit for you. Um, and we just love talking to people. So please feel free to do that. No matter what stage you're at on a sourcing journey, the link is in our show notes. And you can also go to our website, globaltkm.com and just click the schedule a call button. Um, the more we speak to, the happier we are. Thank you for listening to the globaltqm.com podcast. So you don't miss a single episode. Remember to subscribe to our show on iTunes. We'd also be very grateful if you'd leave us an honest rating and review. And don't forget to download your free gift, our ebook on China sourcing for startups at globaltqm.com slash gift.